In the early days of COVID-19, one of our listeners had it. She was trying to make it at home without having to go to the hospital. Her grown children in Seattle, along with members of her church, would bring food and leave it at her door. She told us in asking for prayer that she had quit listening to Secular News, but made sure every day she listens to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris with Haven Today. While we do talk about events going on in the world, she gave thanks that we always lead listeners to grace found in Jesus Christ alone. Five days from now is the end of our fiscal year, June 30th, the day we close our books. We're now at 50% of meeting our need. Every gift, no matter how large or how small, makes a difference. I only ask that you pray and give abundantly, as the Lord makes clear. We have a lot of ground to cover with such a few days left. But with your prayers and generosity, we can make it and make it through a COVID-19 summer. I'll give you our contact information in a little while. But now, let's start today's program. Play ball next month. Major League Baseball coming back. So is the National Basketball Association. Both sports usually get heavy airtime right now. COVID delayed them. Now they're back in July, but it might not be what we expect. In the midst of all the bad news, some good news. The NBA and MLB are coming back. Earlier this month, Disney World Resort in Orlando agreed to host basketball's return. A few exhibition games, then playoffs, but many are worried with cases on the rise again in Florida. As for baseball, we're in for a very short season, 60 games, starting the end of July. Players weren't happy, owners aren't happy, but for the sake of America's favorite pastime, they agreed. Sports entertainment isn't going to save the world, but it's a welcome addition to the landslide of death and disease. In the midst of it all, I'm reminded, Christ, not we, holds the world in his hands. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris here on Thursday, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and this is a program called Cory Tin Boom Through the War. Yesterday, Russia had a gigantic parade to remember their efforts to fight Nazi Germany and end the war. They lost 20 million lives. They marched with over 14,000 troops on the same day they held a victory parade 75 years ago. And even as the world is reflecting on the end of World War II, we're facing another global crisis, the COVID-19 pandemic. How do we face dark days? The only way is to run into the arms of Jesus. And that's what Corrie ten Boom did when she and her sister and father were taken to a concentration camp for helping protect Jews from the Nazis. Her sister and father died there, and Corey found herself in despair at times. But the Lord was always there to minister to her. Once I stood with my back against the wall of my cell, with my hands spread out as if I would push it away, and I was that scared. And then I said, Lord, I'm not strong enough to stand all this. My faith is not strong enough. Then I saw an end. I had seen for days roaming over the floor. I just mopped um, the floor with a wet rag. The moment the uh, end felt the water on the stones, he ran to a little hole in the wall 
he did not stop to look at the wet rag or his weak feet. He went straight to his hiding place. Corrie, don't look at your face. It is weak like the tiny feet of that ant. Don't think of the possibilities of those cruel people. I am your hiding place. And you can come to me like that ant disappeared into the hole in the wall. And for the first time there came a real peace in my heart. I was 53 years old then. I'd always known about Jesus. And now in solitary confinement I had started to really know that his light is stronger than the deepest darkness. The late Corrie Ten Boom sharing how Jesus became her hiding place. We'll hear more about Corey's story in the program today, and we're going to also be discussing Psalm 16, which talks about the place where we all need to go, where we need to hide out in times of desperation. But first, let me ask you a question. Has Haven Today been a blessing to you on the radio, through our Anchor devotional, or our website? We know we've been used by the Lord in so many daily lives because you write us from time to time to say thanks. So, I asked earlier, but I'll ask again. Would you pray about how you can be a blessing to us? Ask the Lord how much you could send to help us reach our fiscal year-end goal, June 30th. Whether you can send $100, 1000 or even $10,000, your gift will play a crucial role in sharing the gospel through Haven Today. And then as our thank you, I'd like to send you the three-CD set of the radio drama called The Hiding Place about the Ten Boom family. You can call us after the program. Our number is 800-654-2836. 800-654-2836. Or visit us at haventoday.org. Listen to samples from this radio drama and then make your year-end gift, but ask for The Hiding Place CD set at haventoday.org. And now, let's open the program with a song by Elias Dummer. I'm not what I make, I am who you have made me to be. I'm not what I've done, I'm loved unconditionally. of love that I bring I'm not who I know I'm known by the king of all kings Jesus you are enough Jesus you Satisfied simply by being who you've always been 
song simply called enough here on haven today by elias dummer i'm charles morris and we're going back to the life of the late cory ten boom in a series called cory ten boom through the war in the next few minutes we're going to turn to psalm 16 in depth but first i want us to go to a scene from the audio drama the hiding place the ten boom family began in holland to take in jews and rescue them from the death camps in this scene, one of their neighbors and a friend who happened to be Jewish is being harassed by Nazi soldiers. Father, Mrs. Kahn hasn't come by for her watch. It's been nine months. We have too many unclaimed watches. Do you think they've all gone into hiding? All were taken by the Gestapo. They're becoming bolder by the day. The way they brand the Jews like cattle with those yellow stars. It's hateful. The poor people. Yes, they are poor. I pity them, Corrie. Those Germans have touched the apple of God's eye. Father, Corrie, come quickly. Something awful is happening at the Vials. Oh, what? Some German soldiers went into his shop. They're making a terrible commotion. Move! But this is my shop, my home. Not anymore. Get out. You don't understand. Get down now. Father, do something. Yes, Mr. Vile, Mr. Vile, how could you? You were to come over for coffee this afternoon. You're late. Did you forget? What? What? Captain, what should we do with all these furs and the clothes? Keep the furs. Sort the clothes out here on the street. Yes, sir. Yeah, ready. Yes, but one, one at a time. Mr. Vile, come inside with me, please. My clothes. I should pick them up. Let us help you. 
Your wife. Where is Mrs. Vile? What? You must come inside. We'll get these things later. All right? Yes. Fine. A nice cup of coffee and some of Betsy's cookies will help. They always help me when I can't make sense of things. Now, where did you say Mrs. Vile was? She's in Amsterdam, visiting her sister. How nice for her. But you know she won't be able to stay there, and neither will you. Yes. Yes, I know. We must find a telephone and warn her not to come home. Where will we go? Where will we live? Willem could help. He knows of places, farms, away from the troops. Yes, Willem is the one to ask. A little scene from the audio drama called The Hiding Place. Willem was Betsy and Corey's brother, who was already working with the Dutch resistance. Soon, the entire Ten Boom family got involved in hiding Jews in their home as they tried to escape Europe. Sometimes, you know, you have to stand up for the sake of what's right, for truth and for the gospel. And that, of course, is an issue many people had to face in World War II, including the Ten Boom family. Terrible times. But there are bad times still going today. Sometimes there has been police brutality. There's COVID-19. There's the stock market and these high unemployment rates. And all of this can lead to depression and anxiety. This is our world right now. Corey Ten Boom and her sister Betsy had the same experience when they were in a Nazi concentration camp. In the midst of horrific circumstances... They were filled with a supernatural peace and joy. When we lose everything, we discover an amazing truth. Jesus is all we need. When we have Christ, we have everything. Take away everything else in life and leave it to Jesus and you have everything. Take away Jesus and you have nothing, even if you have everything else in the world. In hard times, the joy of having Jesus is powerful and real. But what about the rest of the time? What if you're not going through some big, major trauma right now in your life? The Lord can then get squeezed out by everyday things that make up our lives. I've come to believe very strongly that we need our hearts renewed each day. Otherwise, the Lord will inevitably get squeezed out by these everyday things. We need to regularly spend time renewing the joy and peace and hope we have in Jesus over and over again, especially when life seems good. If we don't do it then, Jesus will start to fade away from our hearts. We need to spend more time renewing our understanding of the grace of the gospel so our sins won't alienate us from him and keep us living at a distance from him. We need to remember the cross and that through the blood of Christ, we stand and live by grace. We need to take refuge in Jesus all the time. We need to renew our commitment to Christ and to say it all over again. I am yours, Lord. You are enough for me. You are my portion and my inheritance. I am yours. And that's when the joy comes flooding in again. When we stop living with one foot in and one foot out and throw ourselves in all the way and trust in Jesus as our refuge and give ourselves to him with our whole hearts, that's when our sorrows and anxieties lift. And our hearts are filled with joy. So how do we do that? Well, the very best way we have 
for that renewal is through God's Word, and the Psalms in particular. God gave them to us as a means of renewal. These are powerful prayers recorded in the Psalms, prayers filled with the power of the Spirit, and praying these prayers can change your life again and again. Take Psalm 16 that I mentioned a while ago. Just praying the first two verses of that psalm is powerful. Keep me safe, my God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from you, I have no good thing. In the first verse, David takes refuge in the Lord and asks for his protection. In the second verse, he declares that the Lord is his great good. Two things, two simple realities that will renew our hearts every day. The Lord is our refuge. The Lord is all we need. The first one, the Lord is my refuge. What a relief to find that all we have to do is take refuge in the Lord. I think there's an almost universal tendency to think that if we want spiritual renewal, we have to do something, recommit ourselves, change our own hearts, do something. And it's always that very thing that we can't do, however hard we try. But this we can do. And this is all the Lord tells us to do. Take refuge in him. Forty-one times the Psalms tells us to take refuge in the Lord, because how blessed are they who take refuge in him. We can take refuge from judgment, refuge from our enemies, refuge from life itself with all its troubles. We can pray this verse, keep me safe, my God, for in you I take refuge. Concentration camps were man-made hell holes, places of horrific daily suffering. But while Corey and Betsy Ten Boom were surrounded by all that horror, they were also surrounded by the Lord. He was their refuge, and they were safe. Corey was freed by what she found out later was a clerical error. But Betsy died there, and as she slipped away, she told her sister, There is no pit so deep that his love is not deeper still. Second, the Lord is all I need. Or as it says in Psalm 16, too, I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from you, I have no good thing. This is one of my favorite verses in the Psalms. When you pray this verse, you're fixing your heart exclusively on the Lord. You're declaring to him that there is nothing good apart from him. You are my Lord. I don't have any other lords. You're the one who created the heavens and the earth. Every single good thing I have comes from you. In fact, you are my one good thing, and nothing is good apart from you. Every good thing in life comes from you, by grace, not because we earn them, but because the generosity is overflowing, and it overflows by grace from above. Romans 8.32, He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us, all of us, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Everyone wants good things to come into their lives, blessings. But most of the world doesn't know that the one good thing that's more than enough is Jesus. That if you have Jesus, then you have everything. And if you have everything in the world, but you don't have Jesus, then you don't have anything. It will renew our hearts every day. To not just remember that this is true, but to declare it back to the Lord. O oh God, you are my God. Apart from you, I have no good thing. You are my 
Dennis Jernigan, you are my all in all. You're on Haven today. Corey Ten Boom through the war, and I'm Charles Morris. We may not understand everything, but when we belong to Jesus Christ, we can know for sure that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who's been called according to his purpose. Now, remember what Corey often said as she ministered after World War II. There is no pit so deep that God's love is not deeper still. The line was repeated and repeated by Corey for the rest of her life. But as I said earlier, it was originally spoken by her dying sister, Betsy. 
She knew this from experience. And as we are just a few days away from our fiscal year end, I would like for you to experience personally the life-changing story of the Ten Boom family. Every Christian today needs to know this story, how the Ten Boom family courageously saved hundreds of Jews in World War II during the Nazi occupation, and then how Corey learned to lean on Jesus while she herself was in a concentration camp. She says she didn't have faith. She said she had Jesus, and that's all that mattered. You can discover or rediscover the Ten Boom family's epic story by listening to the radio drama called The Hiding Place. I want to send this three-hour audio production to you for your generosity to Haven Today. And before you send your gift, would you pray for our fiscal year end? We're 100% supported by friends like you. Times are hard for many of us, but if you have been given the resources, can I ask for your support right now? Here's the number to call to make your year-end gift, but also ask for the hiding place. Our number is 800-654-2836. That's 800-654-2836. Or visit us online and listen to more samples from the radio drama and make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we get to celebrate the great story together? It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God, this is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. The human body needs eight hours of sleep, sometimes more. But who actually gets that much on a regular basis? Maybe you're working two jobs. Maybe you have a newborn baby at home. Maybe you're so worried about the future that you can't even sleep when you try. When I'm overwhelmed, the picture of God in Psalm 121 is a great comfort. It says, He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. So you can go and do whatever God has called you to do today, but when it's time to rest, lay down your unfinished tasks down before him and trust that he's at work even while you sleep. Try out Anchor Devotional in print. Visit getanchor.com.